It is the morning of the 3rd of September 2019. Good morning and welcome to PBE Daily, the early morning and late night podcast. My name is Point Blanky Bumbi. Thank you so much for your patience and being a part of this podcast as we go. Uh, the last couple of days have been a hive of great activity. There was a gig I, I was hinting at that I was supposed to be a part of and now that it's happened, I can actually speak on it. It was an event called Playback, which was all about old school music. We're talking 90s hip-hop, 90s R&B, 80s hip-hop, 80s R&B, and New Jack Swing and everything that comes with it. And I've never had a capacity house of people way older than me enjoying themselves and to actually get to host that, I thoroughly enjoyed myself with it. And after all that was said and done, I still had one or two interactions with other people as far as entertainment and events go and from doing that with them it took to a whole other level of creativity and i'm grateful i got to do that and when i returned to looking at the numbers in the podcast i'm loving the reaction you guys had to take one of the tale and i think it's only fair for us to complete the story so i may do more than one episode of this to actually get the story to really take shape so in this episode it's going to be another take of what was happening to our friend in the last episode so here we go her and her girlfriend had a simple plan that evening to have the one person who had their date lined out and have her friends join them eventually, and they both enjoyed on another man's tab. It was a new information, something they've done time from time to time since they were in campus. As a result, they decided they would meet at the spot when the time was right. She made her way to the restaurant, dressed in the perfect outfit she wanted, a wrap dress, high heel shoes that matched the nail polish as well, and very mild makeup. The last thing you want to be seen as is a person who's trying too hard. It was easy for her because natural beauty was her strongest core essence. You didn't tell her that she's attractive, she knew it. You paying her a compliment was just adding perfection to that which already existed. Clarity was always put into perspective with her friends. She didn't need them to support her for she was the real leader. The main force of nature that everyone else follows. If she made the rules, everyone was to toe the line. The gentleman she was meeting was in a navy blue suit double-breasted. The way he carried himself was way older than the way he actually was. When you see a 25-year-old man trying so hard to make sure he's seen as the perfect person, you give him the chance to oblige. He carried himself as a gentleman and saw the need to treat her as a lady. They met at the bar, typical peck on the cheek, the way God intended. After they left the bar, they went straight to their tables because the preservation had been set aside way earlier than they expected. This man really wanted to impress. As the starters started going around, the conversation was going well. She was actually enjoying his company. He seemed charming enough. And the charm he carried himself with was not to be put aside. Her analysis kept on going. The shirt fit perfectly, so it was actually cut to the body. The suit, double-breasted in navy blue, was bespoke. He wanted to be seen as a person ready for the night. The one thing that actually stood aside for her was the fact that his Rolex was an original. But sometimes you have to look at that and give it the benefit of the doubt. Because who wouldn't want to fake it before they make it? 
Halfway into having their T-bone steaks and having great laughs and enjoying a glass of wine, her friends show up. Hey, how you doing? I didn't know you were out here. Oh, I was. This is blah blah blah. Would you like to join us? The gentleman says, uh, please, have a seat. So now all of a sudden, it's two to one. The back of the gentleman's mind must have been swirling the idea of a potential menage a trois, but this is too early to say. At least let the girl get a slice of meat in her system first, wouldn't you? The wine kept on spilling, and the conversation kept on going. But things got very interesting when another lady joined them. So now it's three girls to one. The gentleman still tried to carry a smile on his face, but it seemed he had a degree of irritation because he had planned for one date. But now he's stuck with three in one. It had been rumored that this was a routine that was being done by mainly girls in campus. Find a mark and have that mark feed you all. But this gentleman really liked this lady and he didn't want to waste the opportunity of making an impression. Because every man knows if the girls approve, you win. The more they ate, the more they drank, the more the tap got higher, the more irritated he became. But he held his ground and he held his core. He excused himself and made his way to the bar to have a conversation with a friend or two he saw. Now for the three ladies, this looked like it was potentially going to work in favor of all of them because they assume that some gentlemen will also walk around with their friends. And their friends will be the potential picker-upper thereafter. He doesn't seem to mind that we're here, she one of them says. Yeah, he's been cool from the moment I arrived. The fact that he was even talking about business and potential things he wants to do in the future was actually inspiring. Can you imagine he lives in an SQ and hopes to move on to having his own property thereafter? An ambitious one, this one, says the second girl. I think so. If he decides to actually play the game all the way till the end, he may get lucky. Maybe not tonight, but eventually. The gentleman came back with a round of shots. One of the waitresses put the table, the, the shots on the table and looked around and told them, Okay, ladies, seeing as the night is going perfectly, how about we celebrate the fact that we are here together at this particular time? The ladies cheered and were glad to see the round of shots. It's almost as if he knew exactly what they wanted. Golden tequila shots and for him to prove how gentleman and manly he is, dark alcohol, a neat shot of Jaeger. Toast, and they toast. Shots get taken in. They continue their laughs and great conversation. But then, one of them says she doesn't feel too good. Passes out. Second chick also doesn't feel too good. Passes out. Our lady friend turns to the gentleman who had invited her to dinner. And as groggy as she was getting, she's noticing he's actually paying the tab. And then she asks what's happening. He turns to her with a look of disdain, but straight-faced, no charm anymore. My plan was a date for one, he says. I didn't lay out to have this happen, but you chose this action, and now you must pay for it. Her head got heavy, and she swung and laid to the side of the corner store. When she looked up, he was buttoning up his double-breasted shirt, He 
turns to a gentleman who looks clearly like a bouncer and tells him they're ready. Before she completely blacks out, she sees two hands reach for her and grab her. She woke up a few minutes later, rough pain in her stomach. The punch she got in the gut was not a, one of what was friendly. This time there wasn't water in front of her, just a bottle of vodka. Same table she woke up on a few minutes earlier. She looked around, it was the same VIP spot she was sitting in. The nightclub is still active, low lights filtering into the space, so she still doesn't know her bearings. She's still sobering up, but the passing out was because of the pain. That wasn't a punch that was coming from a lady, that was a manly punch. And clearly the person who punched her in the dark was openly trying to be violent. She slowly moves her way up from the table. She studies the space and sees that the faces that are sitting up and waking up this time are different from the faces from earlier. It all looked like those people being picked up from different nightclubs across the city. But were they still in the city? They don't have their phones. Having network. So you can't tell your bearings. You can't tell the time of day. But you can assume that the ones you're seeing are the right ones. She gets up and starts walking around the VIP area looking for familiar faces. Like the lady she saw on the dance floor who was telling her that they're trying to keep them there. She couldn't see her face anymore. The gentleman she shared a meal with. She couldn't see him anymore. She stared down at the bar and the gentleman who could not buy, let her buy water was not even there. Just different waitresses and waiters at this time. One of them looked slightly familiar. From ages ago. But she remembered her as a short girl. But now, she looked like she was club manager. She slowly made her way downstairs, trying to be inconspicuous. Vague smile on her face, not truly trying to express herself, but trying as much as possible to be seen as playing ball. Her stomach still hurt, so she still reached for it and held it tight. She gets to her, and after the experience she had with the bouncer a few minutes back, she chose to act like they've never met before. Excuse me, I was hoping to get a bottle of water. The bartender says they're not selling it. Did you have your ration? She replied. According to club rules, you're supposed to have exactly a liter, and you make that work for the entire night. Well, I was rather famished. I needed as much water as possible, so I chugged it. I really just want to get another one. I can get the 500 ml. It doesn't have to be the liter. Oh no, house rules. When you rose, what bottle was in front of you? A bottle of vodka, she responded, she responded nervously. Well, the vodka is what you're supposed to use to bargain your way to success tonight. Bargain? The idea is simple. If you look around the room, there's some people who still have alcohol and some people who still have water. You don't use currency here, you batter your way to being sober or high. Your vodka bottle is supposed to be used as your currency. For every shot you share, you may get a glass of water. 
it's up to you to see who you will actually communicate with to get the water. Is this a game of sorts? She angrily asks. Oh no, the game was how you got here. What we have now is a test. Human interaction has been lost for time and time. Tonight, we'll try fix that. So, my suggestion to you, make your way back to your VIP table, pick up your bottle, interact. See if you could be successful enough to at least make your way to a pint of water. Good luck. They're watching. They're watching. The last words you want to hear in a space where you are not even familiar with everything that's happening to you is they're watching. But at least to give her answers to why she sees all these cameras and no person controlling them. There's a look security cameras have and there's a look recording cameras have. She now knew what was happening. It was a dangerous version of reality television. She's now back at the VIP tables. She looks at a bottle of vodka and looks around. She's trying to read faces to see which faces are trying to get back into a high and are holding water in their hand. There was one lady with two of her friends with her and they looked unbothered with what was happening in the night. Our lady friend decided to take one shot just to strengthen herself and have the courage to actually walk up to them. And she did. She goes straight up to where they were. Ladies, you look like you're having mad fun. Oh God, what does she want? One of them asks. Oh no, 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 worry not. We're just having a fun night out. I've got vodka. You got hydration. We have to make sure that this thing goes for as long as it can. So how about I get us a couple of glasses. I share my vodka. You use your water as chasers. What do you say? They looked at her and because of her natural beauty they seemed it was genuine enough. So she was welcome to the table. Her plan was simple. Bosch double shots for the ladies and a single shot for herself and by mixing water into it you could barely tell the difference. The plan worked. She was able to get at least a degree of hydration. The painful part was she was now a little buzzed again. But her eye was on the mark. She was trying to make sure she gets what is happening. As they continued chatting and having laughs, they were all telling them about how their nights were going, the different nightclubs they came from. Some of them came from far distant counties. It was a typical night out for campus girls. The last thing they needed was to find themselves in another nightclub and they're not sure where they were. Their bearings was the issue, not the fun they were having. The DJ kept on blasting and the dance floor was still active. So our lady friend took what was left of her vodka bottle and made her way downstairs on the dance floor for the second time, two-stepping slowly to see what's going to happen. Just like before, the lights went dark again. Only this time, the tricky part was she knew what to expect. So, she crouched down and made her way slowly but surely away from the violence that was potentially happening. At one point, she stopped. A gigantic brawny individual standing in front of her. She could tell it was probably one of the security guards. The plan is for you to survive this. You must try your best to do so. That's what the voice said. 
how am I supposed to do that? I don't even know where I am or what this is. This is a test. You have to play your part. Another punch to her gut. She fell to her knees. And when she fell to her knees this time, the big brawly voice said, So far you've proven you can interact. Now prove that you can outlive them. She blacks out. I know most of you are not big fans of being left hanging that way, but that's what I'm trying to do as far as trying to build the way I would build that narrative. And the thing is, I, I'm trying to do this through my imagination, through practice, and my practice is I wake up and I come up with a potential way forward for the story. And as I'm making the way forward for the story, I hope to, to an extent, be able to actually have stories flow out of me naturally because I know I overthink a lot of details here and there so I'm trying to overthink the details prior to the recording but sometimes it actually goes awry like you'll notice in the in this recording and the previous recording that I I pause whenever I'm, I'm trying to gather ideas of how to actually flow from one place to the other and I was told I, uh, it would be better to write this down and everything but the equipment that I have right now doesn't allow me to potentially just recall it and put it into the editing software of the comp and then chop it up and, and put it back out but that will come to pass in time uh, the better I get as far as this practice runs are going the better it's going to be in the future when I'm able to now sit down with the script that's written and go from there a couple of episodes back as far as the podcast goes I was talking about how I'm trying to figure out the way I could tell story arcs and have it flow as a perfect narrative so by swirling the idea of freestyling a story i'm hoping to be able to by the time i sit down and start drafting stories from scratch uh i'm able to know what to pull out and what to keep in what you're hearing are singular takes and if the take doesn't sound good the whole take is scrapped and then we start again and i've done that i think three four times for take one and three four times for take two I'm throwing myself in the deep end as far as narrative goes because the art of storytelling has always been important to me and my late great aunt Mary, rest her soul, she used to be the storyteller. She's my, she's my dad's older sister and she'd come in and she'd sit down and she'd tell us these tales and when she'd tell us these tales we'd actually be it was the equivalent of bedtime stories for us and we loved that she used to do that it, it doesn't surprise me that I naturally chose to become a storyteller myself as far as comic books go and scripts as well the last three days I even have ideas for films I would like to put together so as they stay footnotes for now hopefully I'll be able to continue in this path and make great stuff come to life so you are privy to me pushing myself to see if I'm able to make stories come from nothing so good or bad I'm okay with the fact that it's out there what kind of man is scared of putting his flaws out there so there it is i'm bearing my soul to y'all and i'm glad that you guys are enjoying what you're hearing and the lessons that the last episode had there was no way i wasn't going to continue the tale so let's see where the tale will go next time when, it, when we continue with the story be caesar or be nothing at all use this as a, as a mantra the same way i use it as a mantra for myself to a man od uno <laughs>